Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and my guest today is Monica Morrissey. She's an author of three books. She's written about signs of the afterlife, specifically dimes from heaven. Through her business, Intuitive Wellness, she helps women reconnect to their soul. She's a Reiki master and instructor, intuitive and spiritual card reader, a spiritual coach, past life regression specialist, and she loves to analyze dreams. She's passionate about soul care, where true spiritual seekers look to find joy, happiness, and spiritual connection. She's connecting with us from Vermont. So we're so excited to have you on the show, Monica. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I love to start out because I think lots of people are awakening to their spiritual gifts and connecting and things are happening and they're not sure what's going on. Have you always been fully connected or did something happen along your journey that brought you to where you are today? So I've always been spiritually connected to something, not necessarily a religion, although I did grow up in a church, Um, but it was after my dad died. And he reconnected with me soon after his death. And that um, story is in my first book. And I never intended to write a book. I actually was a teacher for a lot of years and hated to write. But I was in some pain. And the doctors couldn't figure it out. And so somebody said, oh, writing's therapeutic. And I said, well, I got a cool dime story to share. Maybe I'll write my dime story. And I put pen to paper. And my life has transformed ever since. I love that. We have something very much in common. My dad died when I was very young as well. And I think it was my hunger to connect with him. And years later, because I did connect with him and share messages with my mother that freaked her out, I shut it all down, right? And forgot about it. I mean, it's like a memory erase. And then years later, connecting to him, he's like, we talked a lot until your mother told you to stop. Um, So, right? So shutting it down. So talk to me about dimes from heaven because lots of people have lost loved ones. And I don't think they always realize that their loved ones are trying to communicate with them. Yeah, so um, my my dad gave me this necklace that I'm wearing around my neck. It's a Liberty Head dime, and it was from his coin collection that I organized, and we made them into necklaces together while I was caring for him, because my mom passed away first, and she would have rolled her eyes at all of this stuff, <laughs> and so I shut it down for her until I was 50 years old, and now I want people to experience that before they turn 50. So anyway, two weeks after my dad passed away, I always climbed this mountain and he had a camp on the lake below the mountain and I'd call him when I got to the top of the mountain, him and his caretaker 
kicker and I'd say, hey, dad, I'm on the mountain, wave to me. And they would wave and I'd pretend that I saw them. And um, so anyway, the two weeks after he died, I was like, what am I going to do when I get to the top of the mountain this week? And a friend said, you'll know what to do when you get there. And I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> I want to know. And I had told my dad that there was a way to communicate with spirits before he passed. But I'm sure he rolled his eyes at me and said, when you're dead, you're dead. And um, so two weeks after he died, I found my first dime in the exact spot on top of the mountain where I used to call him. And since then, I can't even, I could tell dime stories all day long. It wasn't that one that inspired me to write my first book. It was two years later and another dime. I'm not going to give away the end of the book, but this dime was just so crazy that even my husband now is like, okay, okay, I, I believe you. That's your dad. <laughs> so, um, but I was very scared to share this part of me I worked in public education and we didn't share our spiritual selves you know because you might get you know accused of talking religion in schools and so like I had to kind of shut that down and go you know get up and go to work and so I was actually very scared and you hear in my writing my fear was like I had to really push through that fear of what people were going to say and I was so surprised when I shared my story of how many people came up to talk to me and say like, oh, I had this experience or I had that experience. And so, um, yeah, it was just that it was a very um, deep experience for me writing that first book. Well, I love that because that kind of shares with people that have lost loved ones that there is an opportunity to reconnect. There is an opportunity to know that they're still around spending time with us even when they're on the other side, because I think some people think that's the end. And I don't believe that's the end. I think we continue to connect because I know I talk to my family on the other side all the time, but a lot of other people are like, how do you do that? Well, I think first of all, you have to be open to that it can happen. And two, you need to be really aware of everything that's going on because they don't talk to us in conversations like we have today. They're not yeah. going to sit down in a chair and you're going to have this conversation that takes a while to get to that point where you can kind of connect those dots and that flow. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you. So I love that you're sharing that with people. So my second book, I kept track of all those weird synchronicities and coincidences. And it was just a crazy ride because Every, every time I turned around and I was writing my book, it was like spirit was cheering me on. And I really felt like there was this team of, of advisors for me. And so I kept track of all that. So that's my book number two is all these crazy things that happen, but also how I publish my book. And so I want to give the next person who has a story to tell share my journey, you know, sharing my story and daring to do it. And then also how I did went about it. But what you were just saying is, you know, a lot of people ask me like, oh, you're so lucky that you, you know, you know that dimes are your thing from your dad. How do I get a sign? And that inspired my third book, which is called Once Upon a Dime, Heaven is Talking to Us. Do you know how to listen? And so what you were just saying is that you know your spiritual gifts now that you are able to do this. A lot of people think, oh, I have to go see a medium. They don't think that they have those intuitive skills. 
And so that's what I love to reconnect them to their spiritual self and their spiritual intuition so that they can get those signs. I love that. I love that. So is your third book out now? Because I know it was supposed to be released in June. So is it now out and available? It is available on Kindle and uh, paperback right now on Amazon or any bookstore. You can go to any bookstore and order it. Um, the Audible right now, I just loaded the files and we're ready to like, we're just waiting for Audible to approve the files. So it should, the other two books are on Audible, uh, Kindle and paperback. So I'm excited for the Audible version to come out. Did you do the reading for the Audible? Yes. As a <laughs> lifelong teacher, I just felt like it had to be in my voice because I know the, you know, the emotion behind it. And so I love to read. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> that's so good. I love audio books, but that's me personally, but I also like to hold a book. So I have this mix of, I like to hold a book, but I want you to read to me. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that it is available in different forms. Talk to me about dreams because you talk about you love to analyze dreams. So how do you work with dreams? Because that's something I've always been curious about. Yeah, so that's probably one of my favorite services that I offer at my business. And people don't always understand it as much, but I've been trained in Jungian theory. And um Basically, when you're dreaming, your conscious mind is shut off and your subconscious, your soul is trying to give you messages. And so it's up to us to decipher the messages. So if you had a dream, you would write down every little detail, even if like, say you were on a boat, where's the boat? Is it in an ocean? Is it in a lake? Is it where is, you know, I want all the details. Were there any trees there? Were there you know, anything that was significant in the dream. And so like, for instance, um, if you have dreams about hurricanes all the time, that means your soul is like feeling like you're in a hurricane wherever you are. Like, is it your job that's driving you nuts and you feel like you're in the middle of a hurricane? You, so basically I take those, I analyze it myself first um, using the skills that I've learned and re I reference some different books. And then we meet and we go over it together. And intuitively, a lot of people can figure it out once I kind of prompt them on different questions. And then, um, you know, it's kind of like coaching. The answers are always within the person and I'm just pulling those out. And so uh, one client I had, she had several dreams in a row and we could tell that by the fourth or fifth dream, she was having some really negative dreams. And I said, if you don't follow your soul, you know, guidance that you know, you're supposed to be a healer, you're supposed to be a spiritual healer, but she was in the traditional medical field. And I said, that's what's going to happen. It's warning you that, you know, it's time to step up and it's safe to step up. And so just to see her shine now and, and embrace her spiritual gifts, but she wouldn't have known what those dreams meant. She would have just woken up scared. And so when we connected all the dots, her soul knew, knew what she needed to do. I love that. I love that. 
I don't tend to dream the same dream, but it's interesting the dreams that I get along the way. And I just think dreams are fascinating. I never remembered my dreams for a long time. And I interviewed a guest on the show that has done dream circles for years where people come together and talk about their dreams and she's written books and she got me kicked off on, you can do your dreams. Let's do some steps. And so now I get my dreams. So it's kind of funny that I went so long because I think if we tell ourselves we don't remember our dreams, we're not going to remember them. It's like that split second of capturing it, right? Right. And also you said a few minutes ago that you shut down this part of your spiritual self. So dreams are a part of that shutdown, right? Also, um, loved ones can visit us in our dreams. I just had a client actually uh, reach out and say, oh, this this just happened. And it was the anniversary of the death. And I was like, that was him. That was him visiting you. So that, it's really kind of it's really kind of cool. I tell the story sometimes about 20 years ago or maybe maybe just 15 years ago, I went to sleep on a normal night. And both of my parents are passed. My dad died when I was eight. My mother passed when I was 24. And in this dream, I knew they were passed, but they were there. And I was like, how can you be here? And my dad's like, we only have a short period of time. And I'm like, but I can touch you. I can feel you. I can smell you. I can hear your voice. How can this be? And he's like, we only have a short period of time to spend together. Let's really make this um, amazing. And I remember waking up and I was literally shaking because it was so profound and it was so, you know, and people were like, oh, well, that was a dream. I go, that was more than just a dream. That was me in another timeline with them, spending time with them. They were as real as real is here today. And what I found fascinating was I knew that I was dreaming and they couldn't be alive. And so, and I was the age I am now and they were the age when I lost them. And it was just fascinating. And he goes, I will come again and see you. Now he hasn't so far, but that shook me for weeks of, oh my gosh, that was like the best gift I could have ever received, right? When you haven't seen your family in over 20 years and you get to see them. So I love that you talk about that they come in dreams because I know some people, when they lose a family member, they'll come in a dream before they're even told they're on the other side. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Yes. I had a, I had a dream. My mom passed away first. And um, I wanted to take my dad to my niece's wedding. And I had this really powerful dream. And my, like you said, my mom was, my mom actually was younger in the dream, but she gave me a big hug and my mom wasn't much of a hugger. And it was just like, wait, you know, I could tell in the dream, like you said, like you knew what was going on. You knew that she wasn't here. Like I knew she wasn't here anymore, but she was right in front of me. And she gave me this big hug and I it's just like, I, I just don't even know what to do with this hug because, you know, it's so different than what she was when she was here. But now I know she's changed, right? She understands love more on the other side. Anyway, she came and we were at a wedding and I kept saying to her, I can't find dad. I can't find dad. And she just calmly looked at me and said, 
it's okay. He can't come. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I woke up and I knew that it wasn't the right choice. Even though I wanted my dad to go to the wedding, I knew that it probably wasn't going to work out and that I just needed to let that go. But if I hadn't had that dream, I probably would have pushed for him to go, which I don't think would have been good for anybody, <laughs> all of us, because it was he was not well. So I think that's awesome that she was able to come in and help you through that decision, right? Help you understand that decision. Um, I believe our family on the other side is always with us, giving us advice, trying to guide us, trying to help us, right? Um, you know, we're still in this third dimension, living this physical life, right? And they've passed the other side and have some deeper understanding of what love is, what, what this experience is about, what we're here to do. And, um, I always tell people, cause I have clients that have parents that are on the other side that they didn't have a good relationship with. And when they, when they try to connect, they're coming in, trying to they're trying to make amends and, and us in the physical forgiveness is hard and acceptance and some of that stuff. And I always say they've learned some big lessons when they pass to the other side, they're trying to help and make it right. They're trying to make amends. They're trying to say they're sorry and we should be open. And I know that's hard for people, but forgiveness is a powerful tool. And you don't want to carry that back to the other side with you. You want to resolve it here if you can um, and find ways to heal and forgive. Um, because all of us have done things that we wish we could do different. I don't think any of us are absent of that. Some people more than others, but you know, forgiveness is a big love language of, and when we forgive people, it's not that we're accepting what they did. We're, we're letting go of the chains that hold us. We're letting go of the pain that we're holding on to. We're not saying it was okay. We're just letting go of the heaviness. So I think like, when we work on the other side and here, it can be very powerful. I like to use the word release. Um, because that forgiveness word, people get really hung up on what you were saying about how like it's, it's like almost like saying that it's okay. And it's not saying it's okay. It's just like it's releasing it from you from the hold that it has on you. Yeah. And all the wounds and pain, right? Yeah. Well, my mom gave me my approval for my first book when I hired a self-publishing agency for my first book and the marketing agent. I didn't know her name until the end of our conversation and her name was my mother's name. And I was like, that is approval for my book. I know <laughs> it was just because names are like a sign for me anytime that one comes through. And so I was like, there you go. Mom gave my approval through that name. I love that. Well, share with us, Monica, some of the things that you offer to clients, what you can offer to people around the world if they want to connect with you. We'll put your website in the bottom so they can find you, but just share a little bit of some of the things you do and offer. Yeah, so I love to teach Reiki because I think a lot of people are having energy, you know, trouble with their sleep or trouble with anxiety and Reiki helps. I can teach online or in person. Um, I love to do Reiki sessions too, especially chakra balancing. I love to do spiritual, intuitive angel card readings. 
um, because it really helps guide the person in their life and I get really good results. Um, let's see, what else? I do dream analysis like we talked about. I do past life work and that's really powerful. Um, when we do a past life regression, you get to learn what your soul lessons are through the story of you know going back in time and seeing what the patterns are in your life and how what you need to do as a soul to grow yourself. Um, I also have a free grief journal if you sign up for my email list. I created it. It is on Amazon also, but you can get a free PDF file. And I think that writing really helps you stay connected to your loved ones in heaven. And so that's why I made the grief journal. I also made, um, I created, and they're available now on Amazon, a card deck called Heaven's Messages. And, um, you know, like you were just saying about forgiveness, you know, like people don't understand this other side. And so those cards really kind of help the person who's grieving to get some messages and to understand that they're closer than we think, you know, they're not really dead, even though they're dead in the physical world, they're not, their consciousness is still here and we can connect to that. So I love to work on spiritual, you know, under, understanding your spiritual gifts, your intuition. I have an intuition activation session that I love to do um, because it just puts that shine back in the person. It puts their light back on. It turns them back on to their spiritual gifts. I love that. I love that. What's some awful, awesome offerings. I think that's amazing. So Thank you for taking the time to talk to us and be here on the show. And if you're ever in Denver, Monica, please make sure you connect with us and let us know. We would love to meet you in person. Yeah, I went there one time. I went to Boulder, Colorado for a training and it was beautiful out there. So I hope to get back. I hope so too. Well, it is a hub for a lot of these classes and training. So people never know when they head this way. I have lots of people that travel in to take classes from us at our center. So you never know when those lines will connect. And if they ever do, please let us know. I'd love to connect. Um, thank you for taking the time to share your experiences and your books with us and all your services. It's been awesome today. Thank you for having me. I love talking about all of this. It's so much fun, right? It's it's a great connection. And those that are watching, thanks for watching our show today. We really do appreciate it. We hope you'll follow, comment, and like us on our different platforms. And I wish you a very magical day today. So I hope you have a great day and I hope to see you really soon. Have a nice week, guys. Thanks Thank for joining. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email 
violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.